now betting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Hey, Marie's not in the on-deck circle. She's up to bat right now. I'm up to bat. Hey, Marie at the lab with me, one Van Nunley. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Yes, I'm filling in for the other boy, Fred. Boys, I know you're man. Fred's not here. <laughs> it's just another Fredless Friday. Whoa, whoa. Luckily, you got A. Marie Castillo here. Oh, my goodness. It is so good to have you here. This is a kind of a monumental occasion for us. Absolutely. It's our first ballpark Aww, show together. Oh, I really appreciate that. I know. I always appreciate it. And it's really cool here on the Sports Animal that they have you guys out here live on Fridays. I love I love being here. I just love the energy. And you, you got to love the topes. And I just love now, I love the energy now because the, the gates are opening. The family's filling in. It's going to be great. The food is heating up. The beers are cold. I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready for some baseball. Ice and beers right now. About to have some green chili fillies across from us cooking up. I could smell the dog water from the, <laughs> from the Pecos the River. dirty Cafe. dog water. Hey, no, it's it. super clean dog water here. What are you talking about? Teller Vodka booth right next to us. A little Teller Vodka tasting is going to be open tonight. Yeah, when is that happening? If you don't already believe me to be a man of character and integrity when I tell you about how delicious Teller Vodka is, come see for your damn self. Also, first two friends of the show here tonight, come up and see us. I got a two men on shirt for you. You really do. I know the kids are getting the jerseys, but you know what? You deserve something too. That's right. Friends of the show who are listening, who are bringing their kids, bring your kid Get your kid a jersey. The first two friends of the show to pop a head in. They get a little two men on show. Yeah, everyone treat themselves. I know your kids are tired from going back to school, and it's a big week for the isotopes. Playoff indications, even though we have 44 games left. The rest it's of the se- big... the rest of the season is playoff indications. I know. So it's a lot. It's a lot of baseball, but it's a very exciting week here at Topes uh, as they end a home stretch and then hit the road. So come down. Red versus green chili, fireworks, mariachi night. It's going to be awesome. Speaking of hitting the road, Washington and Oregon, they're See hitting the road. See what you did there. They're they hit the road. Breaking news 15 minutes ago while we were on air, Van. Oregon, Washington joined the Big Ten. Pac-12 in shambles. In 2024, they'll be joining the Pac-10. After, they've been members of the Pac-12 since 1915. I'm not a math guy, but that's a long time. (laughs) That is a long time. The Pac-12 is absolutely in shambles. It's a nothing league now. Congratulations, Mountain West. You're one of the big dogs now. Oh, gosh. Well, the programs become the third and fourth Pac-12 members to leave the conference for the Big Ten in the last 13 months. Now, Van, you don't think the Pac-12 has a big enough name where they should have kept the Pac-12 or just all these teams should go to the Big Ten and the Mountain West? Well, I mean, USC and UCLA, the flagships, they're gone. Oregon and Washington, they're gone. 
I, who's next? Who's the next domino to fall? I think it's just going to fall completely apart. Arizona is expected to go to the Big 12. Yeah, we're waiting for that news. Arizona State and Utah are expected to submit applications of their own to the Big 12. I mean, that leaves only four schools left out of the Pac-12. Yeah, that's not really a conference. Cal, Stanford, Oregon State, Washington State. Yeah, that's not going to be a conference. Lobo fan, congratulations. We're going to the Pac-12. <laughs> hey, I know Lobo fan doesn't like to hear this, Van, but, y- you know, I anywhere else you can go and follow the money, it's going to be good for the program. Oh, this is so pathetic yeah. of the Pac-12 that they, yeah, couldn't they, keep, they couldn't keep all these West Coast schools there. California, the state of California, has the fifth biggest economy. In the world, California all by itself has the fifth biggest economy in the world, and you couldn't keep your flagship football teams here? That is pathetic. Where's all this tech money? Where's all this Hollywood money? You couldn't keep these teams there? Instead, all that oil money in the south, all that coal power plant money in the south is sucking up all your West Coast teams. So the big the Big 12 commissioner, too, has long preferred to expand to 14 teams but willing to move to 16 teams as this Pac-12 keeps dissolving. Yeah, just take them all. Like just they, spread they won't them even, out. Like, make even, it even. It's not going to exist Jeez. anymore. You can't, you can't only have four teams in a, a league that's called 12. Hey, you it's know, embarrassing. Van, you know how you're, like, picking teams? You're like, okay, and then it sucks if you're the last team that doesn't, you know, or last player that uh-huh. doesn't get picked on a team. Yeah. That's what they should do. Let's have a meeting. We'll make it an event. The teams left in the Pac-12 will get the Big 12, the Big 10, the Mountain West. Yeah, and it's obviously going to be Fred Slow's alma mater, Washington State. <laughs> Those losers are going to be the last of ones to the dance. Welcome yeah. to the Mountain West, Washington State. Congratulations. Are there mountains there? There's mountains in Oregon. This is wild, and I think we're going to keep seeing this more and more. I think soon we'll just have two conferences. I'm, not, I'm Just wait. They're going to split it down. Yeah, there's going to be the Big Ten will eventually suck up the Big 12, and it's going to be the Big versus the SE. It's going to be the AFC and NFC of college football. You know, I honestly, real talk here, Amory, guy don't care. Neither do I. Good. As long as these athletes are getting paid for all these universities making millions of dollars off of them, like that's my only concern. Like, as long as these young student-athletes are making money off their name, image, and likeness, I don't care what conference they play for. I just don't want them to be exploited anymore. No, 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 no. And the the only thing that will be intriguing is watching these new teams, like watching Oregon go play in the Big Ten against Michigan State and Ohio State, watching these rivalries have these new teams to play in their conference. And then that will also change the college playoffs as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued, but I, it's not, I really could care less. I mean, the landscape of college football in a couple of years is going to be completely different. Oh, I mean, absolutely. it's obviously falling apart at the seams right before our eyes right now. And you know what? Good. I'm here for it. If you couldn't hold your league together, like USC, UCLA, Stanford, like some of these teams, Oregon, Oregon's franchise was uh, program was revolutionary in college football they modernized the sport both on the field and you know merch and participation with student athletes and now they're all disbanding 
and it is an absolute embarrassment to the, the leadership at the Pac-12 that you couldn't hold this thing together. You got all that Hollywood money. You got all that tech money. There's and a you lot of money. And you couldn't keep this league together. It is sad and it is embarrassing that they're going to have to disband. I guess one of their biggest concerns for the Oregon, Oregon and um, Washington to join the Big Ten was travel expenses, man. But they figured it out. Travel expenses. They got their own airplanes. <laughs> they got their own airplanes and buses. I just think about how big these programs are, and that's their that's their problem. I know. I know that's a big financial, uh, sure, an investment for teams. But I just th- that was a highlight on Oregon's quarterback is not flying coach. No, 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 no. Oregon's quarterback is not having bags of pretzels on Southwest. He's getting massages on a private airplane as he flies across the country to lose to Ohio State. Yeah, I, oh boy. So I, I don't know what's going to happen, and this is going to, this all comes down to money, Van. So I don't know what's going to happen, but Pac-12, enjoy the four teams you have left. The Pac-4. The Pac-4. Or enjoy the last year of the Pac-12. How about that? They're going to have to play each other five times to have enough games to qualify yeah. for the playoffs. Well, these teams won't, won't expand or leave their conference till 2024. But So enjoy the Pac-12 while you can. I don't, I'm not sure the topography of um, California. I don't think it exists. But I don't think there's mountains there. Mm. So uh, Cal and Stanford, you can't come to the Mountain West. Oregon State and Washington State... I believe there's mountains in both of those places. So Oregon State, Washington State, congratulations. I will welcome you to the Mountain West with open arms. As I think if we suck in a couple more teams, the Mountain West, we're a big four conference now, aren't we? Yeah, we, we might be. But the Big 12 also <laughs> remains in pursuit of Arizona State and Utah out of the Pac-12. So in the next couple weeks because there's no way there's not going to be a Pac-12 after this year. There's no way you can have four teams. It's not going to happen. There won't be a Pac-12 after another week of this. <laughs> well, they have to play one more year because they can't just move now. Not with that attitude. Not with that attitude they can't. But I just can't believe these numbers. So P- Pac-12, for example, they have an Apple Meteorites package for this year. A lot of incentives, Van. Oh, okay. And the projections emerging around the meeting, meeting, and I told you they have financial problems. These these uh, rich programs have financial problems. Um, they're believed. None of this is true. <laughs> I swear. I swear. Uh, <laughs> Pac-12 financial projections emerging from this, uh, the meeting that they're having to try to save the Pac-12 are believed to start around $20 million per school annually. By contrast, full share, Big Ten schools will receive around $60 million from CBS, Fox, and NBC, while Big 12 schools are set to obtain $32 million and have agreements with ESPN and Fox. So, Pac-12, you're done. Stanford's endowment at the university, and I'm talking about money, not the other meaning of endowment, is $36 billion. They're fine. All of these colleges have insane amounts of money. They have insane amounts of donors. Every famous person, every ex-athlete, every actor, musician, every tech dork, every corporate magnate donates insane amounts of money. 
They don't need it. You can't act like you're broke and woe is me. We need a new TV contract to make money to stay in the black. That is absolute garbage. Well, and my favorite part, too, is, man, is, like, the Big 12, the commissioner, like I said, he's like, all right, fine. I was only wanted 14 teams, but I'll take 16. Fine. All right, Amory, that's enough conference talk. Sorry, we went I too long. Think, I think it's too silly. We've gone too long without talking about the NFL. I know. I know. Just take a deep breath during the commercial break because when we get back, we're talking about trash teams. I'm very excited. Who's going to be worse than the Arizona Cardinals who have a fantastic chance of going winless all year? NFL talk when we get back. Two Men On is live from the lab, and you are listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to Two Men On. You're listening to 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. The sportsiest sports show that you've ever sported, I'll tell you that much. (laughs) So I had to move this segment up a little bit because Amory started to foam at the mouth because she hasn't talked NFL in 30 minutes. You know, I'm really excited, though, for football season. It's back as of yesterday. Uh, people didn't get my joke yesterday when I was like, I'm so happy to hear Chris Collinsworth on TV. They're like, hey, Marie, what's wrong with you? I'm like, guys, you get it. Football is back. Football's back. And uh, here on the Sports Animal Van, it's very exciting because you can listen to football all throughout the season. Thursday night, Sunday night, and Monday night football we have on the Sports Animal. Playoffs and Super Bowl. So make sure you tune in. Not only for your sports on sports on sports content, but listen to the games. Friends of the show, get ready. The boys will be live every Monday from Howie's Sports page. We party hard every Monday. We do our program live from Howie's Sports page on the corner of Montgomery and Tramway. Then we hang out and watch Monday Night Football with you. We got giveaways. We got merch. We got uh, gift cards. We got cold hard cash you can use at Howie's and we have an absolute blast doing it so get ready for another season of the Monday Night Maniacs as we rage at the page rage at the page and Howie's is a dangerous place and they have a really good bar food now the dangerously fun but I mean by dangerous is like you have too much fun there, Van. You have that too much is fun. what I meant. Yes, Amory, Uber exists. Uber exists Friends, for a reason. Friend of the show, Uber. Uh, we're talking about this off air, and I figured we should bring it on air. Really but I it. think the Arizona Cardinals are the worst team in football and could be historically bad. Is I don't see a lot slash any winnable games on their schedule but let's do a little thought experiment here about besides Mm -hmm. the garbage arizona cardinals who are just at a race to the bottom to replace their loser weirdo quarterback with caleb williams who else has a chance to suck as hard as the cardinals this year well van i will have to 100 percent agree with you even though i know that's not the greatest radio but the arizona cardinals are coming off a four and 13 season lucky to have four and uh they overpaid kyler murray their quarterback and we don't know when he's coming back uh they lost the professional call of duty player kyler murray kyler murray that's the same guy good baseball player too oh We'll never um, know. One of the top receivers in the league, DeAndre Hopkins, he is gone. exited. Uh, lost their coach. And so it is just a 
debacle of a dumpster fire in Arizona. So I was going through the 31 other teams, man. And uh, not even in, like, the AFC South or um, you were mentioning even the the Washington Commanders. I don't think the Commanders are going to be that bad. They they finished 500, but I don't think they're going to be terrible. Not as terrible as the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, the good thing about the NFL is obviously you got a few, like a small handful of elite teams with elite quarterbacks who you know it's going to be there. But besides that, the whole middle group, it's all parity. It's a bunch of teams that can go 8-9, and 9-8, nine, nine and 10-7, and 7-10. Seven, seven and 10. And I think we're going to see a lot of that. I mean, the Rams but, right above them coming off a season of 5-12. and 12. We don't know if Matthew Stafford's going to be healthy. Stenson Bennett is probably their quarterback as of now. And uh, that's they're, they went all in Super Bowl. And it was Super Bowl or bust. They got the Super Bowl, and now they're a bust. Yeah, well, good for them. I mean, they're going to be horrible, too. I mean, that's too. the key. So I, I think I'm not mad at them. I agree with you there. I think I'll put the Rams on the list. The Rams have a chance to be worse Oh boy! Than the Arizona and, Cardinals. Okay, and um, and then I'm I'm looking down the AFC, and maybe in next place at thirtieth, because there's just a lot of unknowns, and they're coming off a three and thirteen season, even though they got Demarco Ryan and they have C.J. Stroud as their number the uh, their new quarterback. They acquired some weapons like Brandon Cooks. Uh, they have a good running back. They have a decent defense. The Texans, though, I don't see the Texans being better than all the rest of the thirty teams. I'm going. I'm putting the Texans at thirty. Are they, what do you call it? Your your team in law? Oh, the Indianapolis Colts. Your team in law, the Indianapolis Colts. They're going to be garbage. I I don't know. Because um, Jonathan Taylor is going to fake an injury. The fact that they got he doesn't want to play there. Frank Wright and uh, Matt Ryan. That it was just a failed Matt Ryan year. I'm telling you, that was just that was rough. Speaking of Matt Ryan, did you see that weirdo Matt Ryan who doesn't have a job? What is he, he, he doing? He went down to Atlanta Falcons camp, you know, and he's like, like friggin' say anything. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Holding up the boom box like outside yeah. of Atlanta Stadium, like let me in. Yeah. And I and I always loved Matty Ice, but what what's what are you doing? He looks desperate. That is He's sad. Thirsty. Yeah, that is sad. You're not going back to Atlanta. Arthur Smith is not not not. We're not doing that. It's Desmond Ritter time in Atlanta. Okay, so after 30th though, so but it, but the Colts and Texans could be close because we don't know what's going to produce with uh, Anthony Richardson. But I got a good feeling about that kid. I I think Anthony Richardson's going to be the truth, but it ain't going to be next year. He's going to need some time to develop. Yeah, and then followed by that, what are the Titans going to be? Well, I mean, they have D-Hop now. The Titans are going to be just fine. I think the Titans will have a bounce back year. You know you're going to get slightly above-average quarterback play from Ryan Tannehill. They got Derrick Henry. If you got Derrick Henry, you're in good shape. You know, they got D-Hop now. You're going to be in good shape. And they got an above-average defense. I think Titans are going to be one of those around 500 teams. Now, the NFC South, is as much as people like to – trash on the at the nfc south and say it's an easy division i think the next in line is not the falcons saints or panthers but i don't believe in the buccaneers this year oh you don't think uh kyle trask or, or baker, baker mayfield, mayfield? yeah is that's that your, the next that's one dude? on my list you're going tampa bay all the way at the bottom yeah okay and i'm, I'm sorry for the the silence here because i'm writing this down okay yeah because i we got to see what happens well, throughout you, the season te- the problem with the nfc south 
is no one's going to be that bad. No. Because the good thing that the NFC South has going for it is they get to play the NFC South. Yeah, but there's uh, I I I'm intrigued to watch the Falcons with uh, Desmond Ritter, Bijan Robinson, if Kyle Pitts can stay healthy, Drake London. You can obviously tell I did a lot of fantasy football today. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> and then the Panthers. What if Bryce Young ends up being someone good? The Panthers already have a good defense. They got a good young core, good offensive and defensive line. I, I just I, so one of them has to go next on the list. Yes, no. Somebody from the NFC South has to win this garbage division. If if any one of these teams from the NFC South was, for example, in the NFC East or the AFC West, they might not win a game. But they get to play each other over and over again, and some one of these losers has to win those games. Well, and, and my other I, the, my other wild card teams are I, the Cleveland Browns are interesting to me. Is Deshaun Watson going to pan out? By the way, we did not hit any bets yesterday in the Hall of Fame game, Van. Well, hold on. Yes, we did. We hit mine. For turnovers, yeah. yeah, we and we lost. I went your hard on two. the Jets. No, well, we just side on the under together, and I was like, "Well, uh, that was a hard." I did. I one did. and two on the on the on the parlay. Yeah. So I apologize. I promise it'll be better in the near future. I did second your motion about having oh. uh, the Jets and the under, and as you know, neither of those hit. No, no, Good no, job. they didn't. Yeah, no. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes you lose, my friends. But I'm not used to it. I, I don't like it. I know. I don't like it either. I I'd rather not, to be honest. The over. I'd prefer if we didn't. <laughs> I'd like it a lot more. Okay, so so far I have the Cardinals, Rams, Texans, Buccaneers. That's pretty good. Uh, I think those are the, the worst. And after that, yeah, I after think that's there could hard. be. They could be parody because I think the Broncos aren't going to be as bad well, as they the were Broncos last year. Well, the Broncos and the Browns are wild cards for me. Yeah. Because I mean, they, they, have, they have the roster, but can they? I don't know what's going to happen with Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson. Uh, Russell Wilson will have a bounce back year. They'll Deshaun be at, Payton. They'll be at least 500. They're, they're, they're not as bad as they if, – if Russell Wilson would have scored the league minimum of points, all he had to do was score 19.5 points last year, they would have won seven more games, and they couldn't even muster that. So Sean Payton will muster enough offense for them to win a few more games. Yeah, and then after that, I think those are the trash teams. And then everyone else is going eight and eight. Yeah, the nine. Absolutely. The, the Niners are studs. Most of these teams the have Eagles. an over under of six wins or more. So. Yeah, the Niners are studs. The Eagles are studs. The Vikings, by default, will win a bunch of games because everyone else in that division is so average. The Bills are studs. The Chiefs are the cream of the league. The Bengals have Joe Burrow. Well, and we don't every, know that. And everyone else is going eight and nine or nine and eight. We don't know what Joe Burrow's calf. That calf can be tricky, Van. Oh, he's getting the best treatment in the world. He's getting the the baby blood and dolphin tear infusions in his calf right now somewhere in call, Germany. He needs to call Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I don't think a darkness retreat is going to help his calf, Amory. Uh, at the Hall of Fame game last night, how about that in the third quarter? <laughs> it went black there. Blackout. Lights went out. They couldn't get him back on. I think that was due to Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that is a hot take right there. Everywhere he goes now, the darkness retreat follows him. Is that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> okay. That's saved on electricity. Saved on electricity. No. It, it, last night, the Hall of Fame thing, though, I Aaron Rodgers, I hate how much I'm starting to like him. I, he was so likable in his interview. He wasn't all arrogant. He was like, 
He's like the big brother. He's everyone's best friend. He's so excited. He had the headset on. He was very involved in the game. I was like, who's this guy? So my ultimate answer is no one. Yes. The Cardinals are the worst team in the league, and it's not even close. Yeah, it's- sorry. I, I, I thought of three other teams that might go below them, but that, that's it, man. That's all I got for you. The Rams are going to have a horrible start. Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald are going to demand a trade. They're going to have to get out of that dumpster fire. Matthew Stafford's 130 years old. So I think well, the Rams. neck injuries are so scary. Sure. and he's... He needs to retire. He got the Super Bowl. Retire, bro. I think Matt Stafford's problem is, is he loves the game. Yes. He wants to hang out for as long as he can and keep racking up those stats. Absolutely. If he has a few more years of racking up stats like he has always, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's not right now. So he wants that Hall of Fame trajectory, so he's going to claw and scrape think, at the, the remnants of his career. You think with the ring he doesn't get in the Hall of Fame now? No. Okay. Not, not the way the league is. His stats aren't good enough. Okay. Interesting. He was never once the best player in the league. Best fantasy quarterback. <laughs> Due to draft position or what? Mm-hmm. When we get back, NBA players are on a rampage, and boy, did they commit some fraud. We'll tell you all about it when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, live at the ballpark on 95.9 FM AM 610, the sports animal. Two men on live from Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Istobes Park, a.k.a. the lab. The gates are open and the jerseys are flying off the shelves. A lot of kids with smiles here uh, already wearing their jerseys. I love that. It's very cool. I didn't realize they button up. Yeah, they're jerseys. No, I I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> That's what a jersey no, is. You I button under, up I know jersey. it sounds so... That sounded really stupid, but they're they're really cool. Except for the turn forward, the clock, sleeveless jerseys yeah, of the future. Yeah, that's what I guess I was thinking. Except for those. Those didn't button up. No. Besides that, historically, baseball jerseys Well, yes, up. I know. I just, I'm very impressed <laughs> with them is what I'm trying to they're say. They're nice. They're super nice. I'm really jealous of these kids. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, Sports Animal. We're 35 minutes late, man. 35 minutes late. Oh, my God. Let's make up for it. Oh, that sounded good. How about another oh, one? Oh, it's oh, it's so cold. And we just it's cracked so nice. the Teller vodkas. You have a watermelon walk-off. I do. I have these a blueberry lavender pre-made vodka cocktail. You can get these at the Teller vodka oh, booth here right behind Home Plate and a lot of other places. I mean, they're all over the ballpark. But if you come to the Teller specific, you can have some more choices. If you've never had them before... Boy, do I have a treat for you, friend of the show, because Teller has a tasting booth right next to us. You come get your own sips. Which I love, Van, because Teller, they're such a great brand, and I love that they team up with the isotopes. But sometimes, you know, these really unique combinations like grapefruit, hibiscus, or blueberry, lavender, watermelon walk-off. Maybe you're like, oh, I think I'll like that, but maybe I want to try it, and then they'll buy it. Boom, right there. Boom. Pick your poison. Boom. You can sip on the mariachi margarita, the watermelon walk-off, the uh, grapefruit hibiscus, the blueberry lavender. They're all fantastic. Mm-hmm. I got me a little blueberry right here, and it is Yeah, it's uh, delicious. Am I, my life just got improved by at least 12 percent right here on the spot i mean come on you couldn't this is the best the best being at the ballpark having a teller all the kids getting their sodas and snacks stock up on your green chili or your red chili or both 
There's 16 new items on the menu. It's a perfect day for yeah, isotopes baseball. Hot. I mean, it's hot, but it's not too hot. Well, it's got all the good stuff here, everything you'd ever want, including Teller Vodka, including New Mexico's Teller Vodka. vodka. We're 35 minutes late. I hope you guys are enjoying a cold one as we are. Man, these are actually really, really good. From former first-round pick in the NBA draft to getting charged with 10 years in prison and $2.5 million in restitution, one Terrence Williams was sentenced today in court for a scam out of NBA's health and welfare benefit plan for four years. He ran a group of individuals who were scamming the health plan of retired NBA players to a tune of $4 million. Oh, my gosh. And, the, you know, the scheme involved Kenyon Dooling, a union rep and former assistant coach of the Utah Jazz, and 17 other former NBA players, Van. The scheme stretched from 2017 into 2021. Prosecutors said with Williams and the others submitting fraudulent claims for dental and chiropractor work to the plan, which reimburses current and former players for expenses not covered by regular insurance. I know that was a lot to say, but that is insane. Insane. You, you know, I you hear of, like, crackheads yeah. stealing the, like, prescription pad out of a doctor's office. This is the millionaire ex-basketball player version of this. Oh, my God. Van, for example, in 2017, Williams submitted a false $19,000 invoice from the office of some chiropractor, and then he received more than $7,600 from the invoice. Bad karma, man. I'm good. Glad, glad, he's, glad he's going to prison. Well, I mean, 10 years is a lot for this. Usually. Yeah. But is he going to serve the 10 years? Probably not. Oh, probably not. There's no way. So Who's, he impersonates health plan employees. That's, that's crazy. Darius Miles was also charged. He's coming up next with his punishment. Darius Miles made $62 million in his career. And now filed for bankruptcy seven years after he exited the league. One year after filing for bankruptcy, got involved in this scam. And now he's going to face almost as harsh of a penalty as Terrence Williams. This these is, are some this bad. Is so sad. These are some bad criminals. Uh, there we go. Today's I-9 varsity. Okay. The I-9 varsity of bad criminals. I like it. And we're going to do that because next. Because between, you know, whether it's assault in the NFL or these frauds, it's like, oh, my gosh. This is terrible. And they were millionaires. They played a professional sport where they played lots of money. So sad. I mean, this is the example for the class, right? Like, this is why we have those... Uh, broke sessions for rookies. Yes. They're like, hey, don't blow through all these millions and millions of dollars. Don't open up a, uh, a sushi restaurant in Montana with your friend from high school. <laughs> like, this is the kind of stuff that happens here. Or you get in just involved with the wrong people because you don't know any better. Also, good job busting this guy. Now go do Brett Favre. Uh, absolutely. And unfortunately, this is probably not one of the only athletes. I mean, 17 other former athletes were involved, so 
unfortunate between this and the Alvin Kamara news. I know it's Friday, but this is unreal. Quit doing stupid stuff. Gosh. It's so easy. You have access to the best, the best health care and mental health care and support and accountants and finances, and you're still able to do this? Well, and you made money off your career, too. So, like you said, Van, they have these programs to, to teach athletes and finances, and it's, it's so sad. It is sad. Hmm. It is sad. And now he's going to prison. You think you wouldn't find out? You couldn't hustle an organization with some of the best lawyers and accountants in the world? You think you're going to hustle them out of millions of dollars and not get caught? No. Man, I did. I, I forgot about this guy until you brought him up today, Vince. Yes. I mean, he was he was Easy. drafted in 2009. That's not too long ago. He's only 36 years old. Good. Good. Set an example so no one will do this again in the future. And now what you're doing is you're going to make it hard on the people who really need the help because now they're going to have to jump through more and more hoops to like the people who have actual injuries mm-hmm. and who actually need health care and mental health care when they retire. You're going to make it harder for these guys. You're ruining it for your teammates. You're ruining it for your comrades. You're ruining it for your league mates. And now you get to watch all this unfold from a prison sale. So what's the I-9? Today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of bad criminals in honor of this idiot Terrence Williams and Darius Miles and everyone else who took part of the scam. All right, we're turning sad, sad news into a little fun news. We're going to have some fun A little fun, fun segment. It. I-9 Varsity, when we get back, Josh Sushan joins us at 6 o'clock, and we go straight into Isotopes Baseball. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Switching lanes in that old school Chevy while yeah. Bob Wolpo back at the studio bringing that heat. Granted, kicking out the funky beats back there at the studio. Dude, the, the bumper music has been bussing today. Shout out to friend of the show, City Councilman Pat Davis. He already had a two-man on I don't think he understood what we were trying to do because it's hard. You know what I love? I mean, I love that they're coming up to us, but I know they want to talk to us, but it's like sign language yeah, yeah, yeah. here at the park. I mean, you're going to get used to it more and more and more. People don't understand that when you point at your headphones that you're on air. <laughs> yeah. what, they, what they do, Avery, <laughs> is they talk louder. It's like the first baseman <laughs> or like third, third baseman coach is giving me signals. I'm like, okay, what are we doing don't here? Don't know what that means. Don't know what that don't means. Don't know what that means. Welcome back to Two Men On. You're listening to 95.9 FM AM 610, The Sports Animal. Now, here's my favorite segment, Amory. I know. And we do this every program. We do the I-9 Varsity. And if you're unfamiliar with the I-9 Varsity, friend of the show, new friend of the show, old friend of the show, uh, welcome. The I-9 Varsity is what we do is we randomly pick a topic throughout the program, Mm -hmm. and then we do our varsity. What's a varsity, you might ask? Well, it's our best of, it's our worst of, it's our top five, it's our Rushmore of whatever subject we randomly pick. So in honor of the idiot Terrence Williams and Darius Miles, we're doing our I-9 varsity of bad criminals. And Alvin Kamara. And Alvin Kamara. Are we throwing him in there? Bad criminal. Do whatever you want. He's a criminal. So you want to go first? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You go first first. and then I'll. I'm trying to go outside my comfort zone of sports. Oh, are you now? It's you know, it's like 
I can't just be like the Dallas Cowboys the last 20 years. I like, figured you would just give us fantasy advice. I know. I know. You're like, Amory. Act, act like you're participating in the <laughs> I-9 varsity. <laughs> I-9 I'm like, var- bust this year. I-9 varsity league office 280. All the sports needs for your kiddos. I Learn the sport. One. Keep them safe. Stay out there having fun. All right. I'll go first. First on my I-9 varsity of bad criminals. You may know them as the Wet Bandits, or by the end of their reign of terror, the Sticky Bandits. First on my I-9 varsity of bad criminals is Harry and Marv. They are awful criminals, Amory. They couldn't even foil the plans of a child. This is a good one. You're so Thank good you. at this, man. Yeah, I You're know. You're the best at I-9 varsity. I've been doing it for two years. I'm well-practiced. Okay. We're talking about the worst criminals, right? Yeah, bad criminals is the name. Bad. You can do, do it. Make it whatever you want. Bad criminals. Okay, sure. I, I'm going with, do you know there's criminals, there's robbers who wear light-up shoes? Oh, okay, that's <laughs> awful. <laughs> they wear light-up shoes so when they're running for the cops, the cops can see them and find them. you got to see these videos. It's actually hilarious. Okay. That is hilarious. I'm going to Google that <laughs> the second we're like off the air. It's like the dumbest criminals, maybe not the worst, but it's it's so funny. It's not funny because they shouldn't be committing crime, but it's like, dude, why are you wearing light-up shoes? And who, if you still own light-up shoes, good for you. If you're a fan of the giggle spinach, if you're a fan of the jazz cabbage, if you're a fan of the devil's lettuce, you've probably seen the movie Pineapple Express. Yeah, that's a good and one. And if you've seen Pineapple Express, you know Danny McBride's character, Red. He is the worst criminal. He is an awful drug dealer. He is the worst negotiator. And he is fantastic at getting shot. Good for him mm. in this motion picture. He's absolutely hilarious. So next on my I-9 varsity of bad criminals, I'm going with Red. That's a good one, Ben. It's red. I didn't want to get too serious, but I think one of the worst criminals in history is Ted Bundy. Okay, go on. I mean, he was an American serial killer and rapist, and I just, I don't know, I watched it on Netflix, and I've been scarred since. So um, he's pro- I know there's a list of serial killers and rapists out there, but Ted Bundy just takes one for the books for me. Okay, yeah, he's pretty bad. Yeah. He I, is bad. I was trying to make it lighthearted and fun. Well, you're, but, you're going with multiple definitions of the word yeah, bad. Yeah, I'm trying. You're going with, like, poorly articulate. You're going with bad yes. at their job. And now you're just going with just a, just bad. Yes. Just awful. I get it. I see where you're going with this. All right, next on my I-9 varsity of horrible criminals, I'm going to go with Chad Feldheimer. <laughs> who is Chad? Sorry, that's so funny. Who is Chad Feldheimer, you may ask? Well, that would be Brad Pitt's character from the Coen Brothers vehicle, Burn After Reading. He was uh, a gym rat and gym bro, and much like uh, other horrible criminals, an awful negotiator and botched the whole plan. So give me Chad Feldheimer. 
Okay, I am making this lighthearted because I feel like I can't go keep going down the serial killer and rapist route. Okay, please um, don't. I'm thinking what's criminal is when you're at a sporting event, maybe like an isotopes game, and a player hits a foul ball, and there's that annoying adult that will push a kid out of the way and catch the ball. Oh, God. I hate those guys. Or catches the prize. Just give it to the kid, man. Give it to the kid. I hate that. I'm all about toughing up kids and all about tough love, but I think it's criminal. It is criminal. That is absolutely So tonight if you're at Isotope Park and they hit a foul ball, let the kid catch it. That is the best advice I've heard in quite some time. You know what I'm saying? Or, now hear me out, catch the ball, keep the children safe, and give them the ball. Absolutely. But you know those guys. You know those guys. They, like, shove them out of the way or, like, come on, reach over them. Come on, dude. Yeah, we know those guys. They're terrible human beings. Yeah. Good I-9 varsity today. Yeah, it was great. By the way, if it's your very first ball game ever, you've never been to a game, and you catch a home run ball, I get it. You want to keep the keepsake. It's important. But you got to tell that to the kid and the kid's parents. Be like, hey, I just caught a home run ball from my favorite player. Uh, If this ever happens again, trust me, I'm going to give it to little Stevie here. I don't fault you. If you're the one that caught the ball and you want to keep it. But look, it's just like Barry Sanders scoring a touchdown. Oh, absolutely. Act like you've been there before. Give the kid the ball. Oh, come on. It's going to make their life. It's going to make their. I, I'll never forget, Van. A little inside story for me. I went to my okay. first NFL football game when I was like in 1995. That's cool. So I was like nine years old. Went to the Cardinals stadium. And I was holding up a sign, and um, one of the Vikings gave me a, a piece of memorabilia. Ooh. And this this Cardinals fan went off on me and told me how horrible I was and just, like, trolled me. And my mom's like, she's a kid. She's a child. This is her first NFL game. And I think that's what sticks in my mind and why I wanted to put that on the I-9 varsity. It wasn't a NFL game, but the first game I really remember as a child was University of Houston versus Texas A&M, and uh, that's where I learned to say cuss words. What? Yeah. No. That's very true. This lady behind me was I guess when do you extremely learn? intoxicated, and I was like, wow, these are all the words I'm not supposed to say, you... and I get to hear all of them in one day? This is awesome. Yeah, I was wondering, I guess these days these kids just have access to phone and the Internet, so I'm, yeah, I don't know when it just happened. Cursing. Oh, yeah, we had to learn a different way back then. You had to learn through, like, osmosis. You had to experience it in real time. You had to, like, a s- steal your grandpa's magazines. It was much harder <laughs> to be a delinquent back then. <laughs> These kids with their Internet access and their smartphones, you could just be a delinquent on the spot. You could just Google how to be a delinquent. It's not fair. It, oh. took, it was hard work for me to be a pile of garbage when I was a kid. Now anybody can do it. And now they have AI, too, Van. Yes, it's insane. We can use AI for I-9 Varsity in, in segments to come. Chat GPT, how do I be a horrible person? <laughs> hey, AI, I-9 Varsity, who is the worst criminal ever? You know who's not a horrible person? Josh Sushan. Voice the Isotopes, Josh Sushan, and he's going to join us when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal.